Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Common Sense Show. Thanks so much for joining us. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And, man, I've got some enslaved devices here, folks. We're under attack. That must mean we're over the target. When I got state legislators in Arizona writing public stuff about me, well, that means I'm over the target. Whoever heard of doing that to a private citizen? And we've had multiple equipment failures, missing data, missing interviews. And uh, we've had a, at least a half a dozen occurrences, not to mention our fried electronics with our TV equipment. <clears throat> but nonetheless, we're here. And short of burning the house down, I probably shouldn't give them any ideas uh, where we have our two studios. Uh, <laughs> there's not going to be anything that they're going to do to stop us. And we have an important uh, topic today. <coughs> Excuse me. We're, we're um, joined by um, Bob Griswold, and we're going to be talking about uh, civil war, and it's becoming... Uh, not a repetitive topic, but one that needs updating from time to time because we are drawing more closely. And Bob's thinking is right along the same lines as me. I'm constructing an article right now that compares the three isms, Maoism, Stalinism, and Hitlerism. And I break it down, talk about the similarities, the differences, and show how all three are in play today. And the only thing that these people who are running our country have available to fully implement this because they've reached a roadblock is civil war. They want the civil war. Doesn't matter if you want it, they want to provoke you into it. Before we join Bob, I need to let you know this first segment is brought to you by Noble Gold. If you have assets to protect, now <coughs> excuse me, now is the time. Now is absolutely the time, ladies and gentlemen. If you wait, you're gonna lose your money in the bank. It's that simple. So Noble Gold can help you do a lot of different things, a lot of different investment programs, but what they'll do is they'll diversify you, they'll protect your 401k, they'll protect your IRA, and you need to move on this with all due haste because I think time is short. Give Noble Gold a call, 877-646-5347, and you can hear yours truly a little under the weather, but Evil doesn't take a day off, and neither do we. Bob, welcome to the show, and this is going to be very grim and not for the faint of heart. Well, Dave, um, it's always good to be here, and we always need to keep things in focus as we um, as we approach just uncertain history, which I think is pretty certain, um, and I'll explain why. But we need to we need to always keep in mind several things. First, that God is in control of the events of humanity. Um, we divert from his law, we abandon his commandments, and civil the civil order that, that God has given mankind, if we follow his law, you know, we don't steal, we don't lie, we don't cheat, we don't go after our neighbor's wife, all, all those things. If we do those things, we have a civil society. Uh, we have a society that's basically at peace with one another, and it doesn't matter your color, um, you know, it, it just, we're at peace with one another. But when, when we forsake that, when we abandon the principles that have held societies together for millennia, when we abandon that, the same thing happens. You know, on my desk right now, Dave, I have a, a Roman coin, and it was made in the year somewhere between 14 and 37 AD. It's a picture of, uh, it's a Tiberius is on the image of the coin. And, you know, we all know Rome. It came, and it went. And it went for the same reasons every other nation went. It became, you know, in the dustbin of history. 
The United States is doing exactly what every other nation has done. Um, we are we are moving away from a republic to a dictatorship. Our the morals of our country have completely gone out the window. Our borders are wide open. Um, you know, so that everything floods in, including mostly a lot of people that hate us that want to topple, you know, the the government and the and the civilization we founded. Our money's been debased. You know, Davis coin was made in 14 A.D. Say around there, and by the time 200 A.D. came along, this coin here, which is 70 80 percent silver, that it, it, it was down to two percent silver. So they completely debased their currency. We see that happening today. And, you know, as I was doing the <clears throat> the research, I got up, I think you and I had probably set, set up alarm clocks at the same time because I was up 2 to 3 o'clock just mulling over what I wanted to talk about today because, you know, I'm always solution-based. I'm not just doom and, gro- doom and gloom, although we understand things are going to happen. You know, if I had been a prophet in the Old Testament, we, we, we forget the prophets in the Old Testament, Dave, were hated because it's like you don't tell us good things. You you always tell us bad stuff, and we don't like you. I mean, they took um, <clears throat> Isaiah and they threw him into a dung pit. Um, Jeremiah was... Um, uh, I mean, you know, he was the weeping prophet because everybody hated him because he did that. All the prophets of the Bible, Jesus, Jesus even said so. He said, you know, I, many came in my name warning you, and you killed them all. And and today, we see the same mentality among the power elites of those who would warn or um, uh, object to their domination of the globe by by their few little select friends. I mean, they want to manage everything of our lives. And people are pushing back. In fact, you know, they one of the as I was doing some research, if you type in Google, uh, is America headed towards another civil war? How many responses do you think you, it pulls up? Do you have any idea? I'll, t- I'll tell you. 1.23 billion. That's four inquiries for every American in the United States. Now, I'm not saying all of them came from the United States, but if you Google, is America headed for another civil war, 1.23 billion inquiries came up. Um, it, it's on people's minds, Dave. They can see it happening. Mm-hmm. As, as I'm fond of saying, you don't need to tell a squirrel when it's time to gather nuts. They know. They know winter's coming. They know the storm is coming, and they take time to gather it. I mean, you know, I have a, an, a, an article here from the Brookings Institute dated September 26, 2021, and it found that the Zogby poll found that 46% of Americans believe the Civil War is likely in the future. I mean, so, David, half of America is thinking a civil war is on the way. In fact, there's a uh, representative, Madison Cawthorn of North Carolina, made a, made a false claim about regarding the election integrity, saying the election was rigged. Um, that this that that subject has been gaslit more than anything I can even imagine. We all know it was rigged. Um, and you know, she went on to say, if our electoral system continues to be rigged, then it's going to lead to one place, and that's bloodshed. There's nothing I would dread doing more or having to pick up arms against my fellow Americans. Um, that, that's what she said, and yet we all know that the system is rigged. We all know if you go back to 1776, that system was rigged against, you know, um, 
the colonialist. If you go back to 1865, the system was rigged against you know black people. Um, so we and what what was the result of that day? That's the question. You know, <clears throat> Jesus said again, "Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God." I I, I abhor the fact of a war, um, and yet I realize we're already in a low level conflict. Sometimes it's gone more than a low level conflict. Sometimes if you're in Seattle or other places like that, Portland, it's a hot conflict. And um, in 2017, if you were a Republican on a baseball diamond and had an unstable man come out there with, I think it was an AK-47, and started shooting people, shot five people, he was a Democrat, and he started shooting because he specifically asked, are these Republicans playing? So we see this happening, Dave, and anybody with a half an ounce of morality, it should grieve their heart because we understand first and foremost the cause of it. The cause of it is we have abandoned God's law, God's social order. If you read much of the Old Testament, the, the commandments to Israel were about social order. What you do and you do not do. If you do these things, you'll be blessed. De- Deuteronomy 28. If you do these things, you'll be blessed. If you don't do them, all kinds of curses and destruction will come upon you. And we have made it our goal to do everything that God has commanded us not to do. And we're seeing the development, and I think it is already into a civil war, Dave. Um, We're seeing that develop right before our eyes. But this Brookings Institute, it says, you know, the hot buttons. Dave, do you realize what would happen if they tried to take our guns away from us? That's a hot topic today. Biden and the Democrats have said they want to. That would be absolutely – you would have secession among the states, red states versus blue states, which we see developing right now. Texas, we're not going to. We don't. We nine men made a decision about abortion. We disagree with it. We're going to. We're going we're to say it's illegal, and and that, you know, they harp on uh, Republicans for being lawless or whatever. I mean, they would automatically implement illegal abortion in their state. Well, let me ask you this uh, question. I know the Supreme Court's set to rule on it. Do we, I forgot what is the exact day that's going to happen because that's going to be a polarizing event. Polarizing, it could be nation. It will be nation dividing. If if the Supreme Court comes up and upholds Texas law, which gives the power back to the states where it should belong, that's where it belongs. The Constitution never authorizes the federal government to make the decision it made. Its job is to protect life, not to destroy life. But it, it would be it would be a catastrophic, uh, dist- uh, you know, injury to the United States. It needs to be done. We need to put an, ins- an end to the insanity of murdering our own offspring. No, no species on the planet, Dave, uh, takes out when a lion gives birth. It doesn't turn around and eat the lion, the the, the lion cub. It, it, we just that just doesn't do that. I mean, you know, I mean, a black widow when it has mates, it eats the male. But I mean, maybe that's what they're. I don't, I don't know. You know, they're in their crazed, demented mind. Um, but no, no species murders their own. Uh, you know, offspring, and we, we we've done this. And Elon Musk and others are now warning that unless we start to replenish our population, we're going to go the way of the dodo bird. We're going to go extinct. And I agree with them. We're not replenishing our population. Do you know if if a society does not produce 2.1 children per couple, it has to be over two, 
then that society will go extinct. Well, we're producing less than two children. We're producing 1.7, and I got bad demographic information. In fact, Pat Wood and I talked about this. No nation has ever come back from less than 1.8. Yeah, it's it's <clears throat> it, it can be done if, if if we had a heartfelt change, and all of a sudden Americans and people started realizing again that the purpose of marriage is not just a hedonistic approach, even though you know we all like that part of the marriage. Um, it's to replenish our population. Would it create? You know, God said, "What is the purpose of marriage?" He says it Malachi. To, you know, to raise a godly offspring. He expects marriages to produce children. That's his command. And what happens when we violate that, or murder our own babies, or make some kind of sex? Uh, you know, same-sex marriage it cannot reproduce. When we do all that, our society goes into destruction. And there'll be a certain, it, it, and it, it's polarizing. It's extremely polarizing. And that's what we see today with gun control, abortion. Um, election legitimacy, climate change, vaccines, masks. Um, the list goes on, Dave. I mean, it's, it's cultural, economic, and political issues that are just absolutely at the hostile level. Uh, there are already what um, the Brookings Institute is calling um, border wars. And that means a state, you know, Florida, look, DeSantis. I mean, do you think <clears throat> there's a civil war right now going on between DeSantis and Biden? between that state and the federal government? Well, of course there state, is. Let me state this here. It's, it's, this is how bad it is. that uh, DeSantis has reinstated uh, the Florida state militia. Well, why would you I do know. that? You're not looking at insurrection inside your own state. It's to oppose federal troops coming into the state. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, you know, and, and, and you see the red states looking at it going, the blue states are giving away my tax money. Dave, you and I have to work hard for the money we make, but we're just going to give it away to people who illegally enter our country. We're going to give them a quarter million, half a million dollars because somehow they they were separated at the border coming into the country illegally, and they're going to take a half a million dollars. Dave, I would ask the John Q. public listening right now, take your last 20 years tax returns, add up all the money you paid in federal income tax. Does it equal a quarter million dollars? I would say for most people, No. The average, I think, level people pay is $7,000 a year. So 25 years, that's less than a quarter million dollars. So just think, you've worked your entire life, gave all your money that you've given to the federal government, and they just gave it away to somebody who came into the country illegally. Every cent you've worked for to give to the federal government, they just gave it away to an illegal alien. <clears throat> and, they, and then they want to blame every one of these articles I from the Brookings Institute – all of them. Everything was written from the perspective of, you know, we hate Donald Trump supporters, and anybody who supports Donald Trump is promoting insurrection. It doesn't matter whether you were on the Capitol that morning or you, you were in the bathroom when that happened. If you support Donald Trump, you're supporting insurrection. In fact, uh, these these generals now are getting together, <clears throat> and and they're telling, you know, that's exactly what they're saying. Um, that uh, you know. We are seeing the Republicans promoting insurrection and violence. Well, Dave, the, the thing about promoting violence, you know, against political adversaries, who was it a Democrat or Republican that went into that baseball team in 2017 and started shooting people because he specifically asked, is this a Republican baseball game, charity event, or a Democratic charity event? And when they told him a Republican, he, with an AK-47, started shooting people. Thank, thank goodness he didn't have any muzzle, muzzle discipline. But he, he, he shot a congressman. Yeah. But in all these articles I have on my desk right here, 
you know, how civil wars start. This is the, these are the titles. America's closer to civil war than any of us would like to believe. Is the United States headed for another civil war? In the coming second civil war, which side are you on? U.S. closer to a civil war? I mean, you know, in fact, this one lady, um, Barbara uh, Walter, uh, she's uh, a professor at the University of California, San Francisco, an advisory on a she, she served on an advisory panel run by the Central Intelligence Agency for several years. Says that uh, we used to evaluate democracies and compare it to America. What she found out is that the nation is closer to civil war than many of us would like to believe. In fact, she goes on to say that if we were to look at the Ukraine, the Ivory Coast, or Venezuela, and do a checklist. And then compared to the United States, <clears throat> which the CIA is not allowed to make these evaluations about the United States, yeah, uh huh, uh huh. Um, she said that the checklist would be identical. So what we see going on in the civil war in the Ukraine, the civil war in Venezuela, the civil war in all these African nations that we've uh, that you know have been basically instigated to uh, largely for for exploitation of natural resources by first level countries. Um, you would check the same things going on in the United States. And Dave, I go back to Deuteronomy 28. Of course it's going to happen. Do I want it to happen? No. I don't want it to happen. Um, I just, as, as a, as a, as a I, I guess, a observer of history, I know it is going to happen. Unless the United States repents. Because the, the, the ideologies are too far apart, Dave. I mean, I I can I can never, never, ever agree with abortion. I can never. Can you imagine if twenty years ago, Dave? Let's just uh, hypothetically say twenty years ago in the Clinton administration would have been that he had successfully completely banned weapons. Bar Barbara Barkson wanted to get rid of them all, the, 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 uh, and they and and so we were in the condition of Australia today. Can you imagine what the United States would be like if the citizens had been disarmed 20 years ago? I mean, and they're pushing this COVID. Uh, Republicans are bad. Uh, can you imagine? You you would have death camps operating. I mean, and I don't mean I don't mean to throw out hyperbole or or inflammatory rhetoric, but that's what you would have. I mean, you you we're one step away from them now. Uh, you know, that with this with this fake COVID, they they want to you know they're talking about. Putting people in camps. You can't fly. You can't uh, buy. You can't more go than to a talking. restaurant. They're doing a lot more than and, and yet, talking. Dave, Rob. did you see that the recent article? That the former I was head of uh, CDC said that cloth masks are basically worthless. Yeah, I did. But uh, um, Bob, you but you got to still wear them. You still have to wear that thing, even yeah. though it's basically worthless. No, I stopped doing it. Um, we were in a hotel in San Diego, and uh, I uh, guy said to me, "You know, sir, you're supposed to have your mask on." And I said, yeah, I happened to watch the Rose Bowl. And I said, uh, there were 100,000 people sitting six inches apart and very few masks. So yeah, what I about said, AOC in I Florida? Said, I, I, know, I said, turn me into, into Newsom. And I turned around, walked away, and I didn't say anything. Yeah, uh, AOC in Florida. She creates a absolute, you know, one of the contributors to the absolute cesspool New York is. And then she runs away to a free state to have a fun time. And she's caught not wearing a mask. I mean, the, 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 and, and you don't think that the average American sees this, Dave, and is absolutely incensed by it, that Barack Obama has this huge party right in the middle of a lockdown, uh -huh. you, know, you know, and when nobody's wearing masks, uh -huh. 
<laughs> no. I mean, I know, I know, I know. Everything you're saying is true. By the way, I pulled up this Barbara Walter. I think we need to spend a minute here, Bob. <laughs> I think you can spend more than a minute that day. Um, yeah. Well, first of all, she looks normal. So many of these professors just look like they've stepped out of a freak show. But uh, she, you see her on the street, you go, oh, relatively attractive female, well-groomed. Uh, well-groomed is the operative term here compared to most of these liberals. But uh, this is very, very interesting. She got both her master's and her Ph.D. from the University of Chicago. I don't think I need to say more than that. That's Communist Central in education standards in the United States. Um, and it has been that way for a very, very, very long time. Dave, let, let me she interject. wrote an article back in uh, August uh, and said six ways the Internet is shaping the new civil war. Uh, she is all over this civil war topic. Well, it's be, it's being promoted because they want the United States well, destroyed. Yeah. Enemies exactly. foreign and domestic. Remember, they're both enemies foreign and domestic, so we have enemies inside the United States. Uh, bringing about the destruction of our civilization through the cultural degradation, through the destruction of our people. I mean, just then, then you got the the poisoning food, the poisoning medicine, the the, the, the education, the religion. That and when I say religion, I mean the, the the new world order religion. And it might have Baptist, or it might have Catholic, or it might have Presbyterian applied to it, but it's still new order religion because your pastor doesn't really preach the Bible. He might preach all the little good things out of it that people want to hear, but. He doesn't preach the difficult parts that people get offended by, and Jesus said the gospel is an offense. If you're not offending people with the gospel, then you're not preaching the gospel. I mean, point blank. The truth offends people, Dave. And so, yeah, uh, but that's what I was saying. Every one of these articles I have on my desk, and, and Dave, again, I'm going to say, type in, is America headed towards another civil war? And when I typed it in, I got 1.23 billion um, things that popped up on it, billion B. Um, I mean, just everyone. Every one of these articles is written from a leftist point of view, slandering people like you and I were Neanderthals. Um, one uh, general, that, that, you know, those generals now saying that you know we're inching towards a civil war because uh-huh. Dave. I mean, I want to tell you something. This is shocking. There are people in the military that actually support Donald Trump. And that's horrible. I know. That's what he's saying. Going Who's creating to, the frickin' civil war here? Listen, going back to Barbara Walter and what you just said, let me read you this one uh, small clip here. In recent years, Dr. Walter has traveled to the Capitol four times annually for consulting with the State Department, the President, his executive staff, and the U.S. Central Command. Need I say more? U.S. Central Command. And we wonder why Milley gets up uh, in a press conference, and not a press conference, testimony before Congress, and has the balls to say, yeah, I'd notify my Chinese counterpart if we were going to attack. This is where he's getting his indoctrination is from people like this. Yeah. Well, Dave, this article, you can read about her. It's on the the Boston Globe. Uh-huh. I'm sure that's real conservative. Um but you, you can get the article uh, off the Boston Globe. America is closer to a civil war than anyone like to believe. CIA, CIA advisor says they, they they are creating this. It's it, it's it's a purging of of our country. If anybody who has conservative thought, see the the vaccine works perfectly into that scenario yes. because if I'm a free thinker and I want to think for myself and say, well, I'm looking at the odds. And I don't want to take the vaccine. That means you have the ability to deductively reason things out. 
They don't want people like that. They want absolute compliant people, syncophants. That's what they want. Yes, yes, no problem. No, no problem. Go kill those people, no problem. Take a vaccine, no problem. Um, that, that's what they want. And that's what's become the senior staff of the American military. That's why we see people like Milley. I mean, what happened to Schwarzkopf or somebody like him, you know? I mean, he, he could never, in, in, in what he was, he could never be in, I don't think, be allowed in the military today. And they're, they're purging everyone from the military. So who's creating the civil war? That's the question. I mean, you, you know, we look at all of these school teachers now that are telling people the United States is bad, it needs to be brought down, it's evil. Who is destroying our culture by tearing down artwork, sculptures? Who is doing that, creating a civil war? Who's doing that, Dave? It's not Republicans. Republicans aren't going tearing down pictures, statues of um, you know, Barack Obama or some leftist. What was the one in, in, in Washington that has a, a statue of Nikolai Lenin? Um, uh, what, what city is that that has a statue there of Nikolai Lenin? Um, you know, they're, they're not tearing those down. They're tearing, I mean, it was, conservatives aren't doing that. Conservatives aren't forcing a vaccine on people. Conservatives aren't in schools teaching your children perversion and the destruction of the United States. Conservatives are just saying, listen, there are 17 enumerated powers in the Constitution. Congress you've, and the U.S. government, you've served way too much power that you're operating completely outside constitutional limits. I mean, the fact that a president can edict, he, is not, he does not have legislative capability, but he can edict by law that, that business has to take a, you have to mandate to your business that they have to take a vaccine. That is so far out of his constitutional power, it's unbelievable. And yet people do it. Uh, you know, I have family members. You know, I'm triple vaccine, co-testing positive for COVID. And we don't, now they're saying, even the CDC's coming out, well, the, the test isn't really that reliable. Um, you know, they've, and that's the thing with these articles. The most powerful enemy we have is the media. They have an enemies list. They've admitted it. Does that sound like civil war to you? We've yeah, created well, an enemies list. Harris. It no, does no, to me. No, Harris, the media. Harris has admitted it. Pelosi's admitted it. And Michelle Obama has admitted it. Yes. Who runs education in this country? The leftists. And your children. This is what I can't understand, Dave. I mean, I, I know people get mad at me when I say this. I can't understand Christian or conservative people putting their kids in public school anymore. Uh, you, you, can, you can say all you want to say about my public school, but these places are cesspools. Now, I applaud the parents that are standing up to it. I do. I have to so there's, there's a little mixed feeling here. But for me, my, my child has never set pub, foot in public school. Um, because they just know what they're taught, uh, I, I, and they come out with no no education. They, we were doing some building around here, and I remember in in in, in school, I um, have a little building project, and I remember in school I was given a ruler, a yardstick. weren't you given one? And you had to learn all the increments: sixteenth of an inch, eighth of an inch, quarter of an inch. I, I can't. Most people around here, I find, don't even know how to read a measuring tape anymore. They don't know how to do the practical skills that we learned. They don't know the practical. How many feet are in a mile? Oh, I don't know. Um, how do you put a condom on? Oh, I can tell you how to do that. Um, how many yards are in a mile? I don't know. How many meters are in I don't know. Um, can you solve an equation? No. 
You know, I, I remember learning in school, how do I know if a tree, if I cut a tree down, it's going to fall on my house? Well, I measure the shadow of the tree, compare it to something I know, like a yardstick and measure that shadow, create a ratio, and I find out the tree, I can, from that formula, I can figure out the tree's 100 feet tall. Nobody knows how to do that anymore that comes out of public school. Nobody. They're being taught this leftist garbage that's useless. That's why we have all these degrees coming out of college, which colleges become useless. Who, when I get a, a gender studies or, or interpretive dance, those are useless. That's why China is kicking our butt, Dave, in, in space exploration. They will beat us back to the moon. Because you know what? Joe Biden, NASA right now, you know, even though we've just deployed uh, the James Webb telescope 20 years late and what is it, 30, 40 times over budget? Um, you know, we, we just have lost that ability. And, and so America, this divide is happening. And, I, and I'm not a promoter of it, Dave. I'm 66 years old. I want to live my days. I want to see my children and my grandchildren live their days in peace. I don't want to see it disrupted by war. I've read enough of the history of war. Civilians always pay the highest price in war. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I got a bad stat for you. In the last civil war, it's estimated that 620,000 Americans died. Yes, both died. Well, if we projected that out to today's population, yeah, six, six million. million. Yeah. yeah, you know, all oh, you already know I, this. Yeah, I read the statistic. Yeah, six million people. If, if the same, if the same amount of percentage-wise people died in the civil war as died in this coming war, six million people would die. And untold. I mean, you'd have the burning of Atlanta. Remember? Hope they brought Atlanta down. Dave, there's no quarter. There's no Christian thing that says, yes, I'm at war, but these are still human beings. I mean, we saw it in the Pacific Theater in World War II. I mean, just the absolute unbelievable, and I can't even, I won't even say it on radio, the, 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 the debauchery that we committed against each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, just as one scene... You know, the, when America was pulling the gold teeth out of a Japanese soldier who was down on the ground, and somebody goes, well, shoot him first. He goes, no, I don't want to shoot him first. I want him to suffer. I mean, that's, that's what happens to people. So I will state this categorically. Anybody who would want that, you're out of your mind. Well, we have a lot of that. I would say you're close, if not demon-possessed. We have a lot of insanity. and We need to step aside just for a minute here to take care of some business. And we're uh, talking to Bob Griswold about the approaching Civil War. And, uh, wow, I, I, I'm, I've been glancing over as you've been talking about these themes. And you're hitting this Barbara Walters woman pretty closely. But her her approach here, Bob, and I'll say this before we go into the break, uh, it's the universal talking points. And I want to hit that when we come back. I'll, I'll, I'll state what few things she said. I go, yeah, this is all universal. CNN, uh, Biden, doesn't matter. It's the universal talking points, and uh, I'm telling you, it's how they're going to use these excuses to come after us, but you'll have to get that after the break. First of all, I need to let you know, ladies and gentlemen, I'm really, really concerned that as we get closer and closer and closer to standing up for ourselves and we're forced into a corner, they're going to seal off the cities, they're going to cut off all communications, and how are you going to communicate with your friends? How are you going to get news? Well, (laughs) the the fact is, you're not. If you have a sat phone, if you have shortwave, you got a chance. Sat phones are more portable. Plus, they have utility for today because you could be driving in areas like I was yesterday, driving through the mountains of California, and not have cell service. All the satellite phone needs is the sky. That's one. Two, you'll be able to communicate with families in tough, tough times. 
Three, there's a messaging system called Galileo. Now listen to the spelling, G-A-L-I-L, Galileo, E-Y-O, G-A-L-I-L-E-Y-O. So the satellite phone will give you a number for Galileo's an emergency messaging system that receives daily messages, multiple messages from people like Doug Hagman, Steve Quayle, myself, uh, all the way down the line, folks. And we are prepping people to get used to receiving news updates via their satellite phone. And it's going to be the fallback when they take all of us down. Right now, the UN is taking down websites like ours, and they're doing it at the DNS server by blocking IP addresses from being read. So the bottom line is, is the satellite phone can be had <laughs> by calling 855-980-5830. That's the first thing. Satellite phone. You want that, and it's inexpensive, comparatively speaking. I pay one-fourth the cost I do for my sat phone as I do for my cell phone, but I don't use it to chit-chat for emergencies. Uh, the Galileo system is uh, the messaging system, very inexpensive. You'll tie in the people I just mentioned, including yours truly. Well, that's, uh, just go to Galileo.com. I've already spelled it out for you. And uh, sign up for that service and put me on there because I'm, I'm putting anywhere between two to eight messages a day trying to get people acclimated to getting some of their news from here. So this is really, really important, folks. We're launching a form of a resistance network. Communication is going to be important after they collapse the society. And uh, this is one of our counters. Uh, we're speaking with Bob Griswold. And Bob, I want to give you a few of the talking points here. And I'm so glad you brought up this Barbara Walter uh, person. Uh, she's dynamic. I mean, she's, I, 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 I've glanced through a few of her things before. And I'm looking at what you pointed to today. And I'm on the article that you were referencing and this woman's dynamic. She is very, very impressive, but she's repeating the same old themes. And here are the themes. Here's how they're going to provoke us. One, they start with January 6th. Gee, we're close to Civil War. That was the first move for the Civil War. Well, folks, if that was an insurrection, that was the worst insurrection ever. There were no guns. Okay, so the only person that was killed was an innocent person guilty of trespassing, but nothing else, murdered by a Capitol policeman who will never be held accountable for his crimes. And then you've got um, <laughs> you've got the old talking point that if these people lose the 2024 election, they're going to have armed militias. We're hearing this everywhere, and she's putting this into print. So she starts out with the false premise of January 6th, painting us all as revolutionaries and killers. And then she expands it to they're going to get more violent, and we better get the guns from them before they can act. Bob, that basically sums up a lot of her talking points. Well, it does, Dave. And again, um, this article comes out of Foreign Policy um, website. Uh, oh, that's says, uh, Council. Uh, the, uh, yeah, you know yeah, what that yeah. is, right? Yes. No. Um, it says basically there are three things that start a civil war. Most often, I'm reading right from it, most often a charismatic leader spouts a narrative about past glory or humiliation that suits their ideology, political ambitions, um, and it flows from simple historical ignorance. Okay, so we're just a bunch of dumb hillbillies up on the mountains think that, you know, we need to get America back. Make America, America. great again. Make America great again. That's yeah, what so talking just, about. Yeah. they're basically illiterate, you know, barefooted, you know, <laughs> hillbillies yeah. but but we forget about the humiliation of Bob, i mean of uh, uh iraq 
I mean, uh, Afghanistan, excuse me, the, the Bagram Air Force Base. We forget about that humiliation. Was that a humiliation? Uh, was, is it humiliating, it was Dave, humiliating that we now treason. have lost our energy independence that Trump gave us? Treason, treason, treason. Is it humiliating that we've lost the narrative of what yeah. uh, our history was? And what formed this great republic? Those who, do, those who forget history are what, Dave? Doomed to mm -hmm. repeat it? I mean, so, you know, they're playing on this. The fact that they know... People are going to have these feelings like America isn't as great as it used to be. Make America great again. So they are juxt you know, inverting it and saying that's a bad thing if you, want, if you want family values again, you're horrible. If you want law and order again, you're horrible. If you want a balanced budget, my gosh, you're a racist. Every, so they, 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 what they're doing here is they're playing on the things they know that they've done wrong and making and turning them into virtues. And, and then anybody who withstand, stands up against, <coughs> excuse me, new world order, any you know, nuclear family, whatever, whatever, normal education, you know, balanced budget, uh, all, all those things, you know, you're they're extremists and they're going to have a leader that comes up and and you know, in, incites people because they want America back. Two, this is the second one they say. Um, the nation is divided along critical axes, such as race. Now, who are the race promoters? Who are the ones that absolutely turn race into everything? Dave, America's not a racist nation. Uh, I, I hear blacks, Asians, white people all the time saying it's not racist. Do racist events happen? Yeah, mostly, most of the times they're democratic or orchestrated. Mm -hmm. We don't hear about it. Oh, race, faith. You know, faith versus non-faith, those Christians out there are trying to impose their morality on us. Well, no, you're trying to impose your morality on me, or your immorality, or class. Who are the, one, who are the ones that are always promoting class? Now, this article is written from the perspective that the right is doing this, but we understand that the left is doing it. And the third one, they say, um, is, uh, let's see here, tribalism people begin to seriously doubt whether that group is actually part of America. And we see that happening right before our eyes. And they're, they're I mean, I just read that story that the Biden administration brought, um, what, 100 refugees, illegal aliens. They flew them from Austin to someplace on the East Coast. Um, illegally. Illegally. And, and so they're creating this tribalism. And then the article goes on to say, indeed, the United States now displays all three core elements that can lead to civil breakdown. Um, uh, uh, fractured elites with competing narratives, deep-seated identity cleavages, and political polarization of its citizenry without identifying the United States by name. Most scholars, most scholars of the Civil War would say, hey, that country is on the brink of civil war. How did we get here? Now, you can go to foreignpolicy.com. This article was written... Um, yesterday, yeah, yesterday, put out, and you can read this thing. So they're saying that if you were to present the the situation in the United States today to historians and scholars, without telling them it's the United States, those historians and scholars would say that country is in deep, you know what? It's on the brink of civil war. But Dave, as I look through this. We haven't moved. The, con the, the, the conservative people haven't moved. 
they've held these deep-seated beliefs what have been the what what have been civilization forming deep-seated beliefs for 6000 years family stability just currency just laws protection of your borders education of your children according to national what reflects national interest the propagation of family to make children so you replenish your civilization we haven't moved from that today if you have one children oh my gosh you have four children what are you some kind of global hating polluter i mean that's what we that's what families always had i came from a family of four children my wife came from a family of five children but today my you're just supposed to have one you know if that, and even then, you're, you're, you're what do they call the women, um, you know, something destructive breeders, you know, um, if you have these children. Uh, so, Dave, we are at the brink of civil war in this nation. Uh, and uh, my, my contention is we're already in a low-level conflict that they're doing. I mean, you look at Seattle, Washington, you look at Portland, you look at all these Chicago, you, you look at all these places where massive violence is breaking out. I mean, did you see the, that, uh, you know, what was that movie, um, um, Lightfoot? Uh, she looks like that that character out of that one movie. Um, anyhow, she's blaming the businesses, the people who are selling and paying taxes in her city. She is blaming them for the people coming in and robbing them. Well, you shouldn't have stuff on the shelves. For people to look at, just too. I mean, they could just grab and walk out the door. Or you should have armed guards, which I don't know how they're going to get them since you can't have a gun. And God forbid, the, 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 you know, if it's uns, you know, uh, what is it? The Grossman says that uh, an armed security guard is a, a speed bump. That's all it is. Bump, bump. I mean, you know, is that going to stop anybody from one person? Is that going to stop some, uh, seventy people from going into a store and just looting it? No. I mean, but she's blaming the people who support with tax money her city. It's not the looters. It's not the lawlessness. It's not to defund the police that she's done. But the people who support this country, who pay for it, they're they're bad people. Yeah, Bob, I got to I got to interject this though. These are not accidents. Uh, Lori, no, Lightfoot, of course not. Uh, De Blasio, Newsom, uh, you name any of these despots, and they have one thing in common. They are aligned with Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals, which is communist, based on the notion that you must tear down what exists totally. And that's what this is about, tearing down society by destroying law and order and compromising prosecutors. And you must tear it down before you can, what is that? Build back better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have, you know, they do have a, um, a build back better situation but it's going to be it's going to be you're going to love your enslavement you're going to own nothing and love it the metaverse um and if you're lucky you're enough bugs. to survive you'll Dave, tolerate you're the gonna bug, We're bug almond dean yep. cricket almond dean you know worm souffle you know uh, maggot <laughs> yeah. pancakes um yeah, yeah that's that's i mean you think of, that's not hyperbole that's what they're telling people i know you know there's a there's a solution Dave. I don't know what time of time we have left, but ArmorMax, they make they make armored cars. And they actually have an article on their website. Now, uh, I don't know who ArmorMax is. I presume they make quality, you know, armored cars. But they say, how to prepare for the Civil War. And, you know, Dave, <laughs> have a bug-out bag. So in your car, make sure you have the ability to bug out, bug home. I, I, don't, I don't like the idea of bugging out. I like bugging home. 
You know, if I'm out, I can get home. You know, the things, maps, you know, printed maps, you know, food, water, filtration, a knife, you know, those kind of things, radio. Yeah, you can hear what's going on. Food and water. Who would have thunk it, Dave? You should have food and water in your home. But, you know, again, you're a white supremacist if you store food. You know that, don't you? Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, you what, know, emergency what if you're vehicles. you're a black person that stores food? What are you then? You're still a racist. You're white. You're a white supremacist. Yeah. I mean, I've seen him call black people white supremacists, haven't oh, you? I know. Yeah. I, I, I mean, Larry Elder gets called that all the yeah, time. Yeah, he's a white supremacist. Yeah, Bob, I, mean, I want to take my final break because we're going to go on the stretch run here, but you've okay. set it up very timely. Thank you very much. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, get two things to talk to you about here. Bob just mentioned them, food and water. And uh, MPS is still standing, still doing good work, but, folks, when hyperinflation hits, uh, the game's over, and um, you're not going to be buying anything for the most part. So now is the time, and you don't want to depend on a government that left a 1,000 people behind enemy lines. So without going into detail, you know the details, 25-year shelf life, blah, blah, blah. You know it. Do you have two years of storable food? If you don't, you need to work towards that goal right now. Go to preparewithdave.com. There's a great sale there. You can read all about it there, preparewithdave.com. And then you need water. And you're not going to have trouble finding standing water in most cases, pools, streaks, lakes, whatever it is. But you can't drink it. In the fifth day of a crisis, the Naval War College says that, <coughs> excuse me, um, the, they, they basically tell you that uh, the cause, of, number one cause of death is waterborne illness. So what are you going to do? Well, you better have a good water filtration system. The Alexa Pure Pro water filter is a really good one. Glad to be sponsoring. They're offering their product for 40% off. And there's research at the site, waterwithdave.com. So you want the food? It's preparewithdave.com. You need the water. Well, you better have the filtration system, and I suggest you get more than one because people steal and things break down. You could lose it. Okay, so waterwithdave.com, preparewithdave.com. There's your food and water. Bob, back to you. Yeah, uh, well, Dave, you know, uh, I, I just – we I, I could go on a lot longer about this subject because it, it is it is it should be near and dear to everybody. I'm just, just – I'm just Googling some stuff on it right now. How Democracies Die, a book. Uh we're not a democracy. That's why that's why we're dying because we've turned ourselves into a democracy. The rule of law, instead of the rule of people making the law, the law is king. George Joe Biden has to obey the law, and the janitor has to obey the law. If either of them breaks the law, they go to prison or they pay a fine or whatever that happens. But in this thing where you have mob rule, that's what a democracy is. There's no difference between a democracy and Marxism. I'll debate anybody on that because both of them are a rule of the people. Uh, it, it Was it Rex, Lex, Lex, Rex, the king is law, the law is king? The king is not law. The law is king. Yeah. Um, so we see that breaking down, and that's why I just know where we're headed, Dave. But it says uh, if you can't have an emergency vehicle, now I'll, probably not many of us out there can afford an armored vehicle, but you can have some stuff supplies in your vehicle that if you do break down. You know, when I was in Montana, I used to make sure I had a good well, sleeping bag in my car. Uh, I know in Montana, where I, when I lived, a lot of people would get drunk. <laughs> and, um, you know, in, in Tennessee, we have a Baptist church in every corner. In Montana, you have a bar in every corner. And I love Montana, just so you've got a lot of bars there, because in the winter, people get, you know, want to go and do something. You, know, you can do when it's 20 degrees below zero. Um, but, um, you know, and they, they'd get cold and you know, in their car, and they'd end up in the emergency room, because I knew an emergency room doctor that says they had to, you know, warm people back up all the time. So have, having stuff in your car is my point. 
to to you know wherever your geographic location is, make sure you have the ability. To, can you communicate? Can you listen? Can you talk? As you if you mentioned, do you have food? Do you have water? Do you have the ability to navigate home? Do you have printed roadmaps? Uh, a survival kit, warmth and shelter. We just mentioned that. A navigation kit. You know, uh, it's possible GPS satellites not might not be working. Uh, you know, the mil- the military does have the ability to turn off the civilian side of GPS. Uh, so that it can't be used against them. So only the military can access GPS. Not too many people know that, but that's the case. And if you don't have traditional printed roadmaps, you might have a hard time getting home. So, um, you know, having maybe a bug-out location. Do you have relatives that uh, might need extra hands? So you have somebody in the family that owns a farm, you know, that's out a lot further from city. Do you have the ability to get there? Have you talked with them that if there was a national emergency, could we come here? We'd help. We have these skills. We could bring this. We could do that. We could help you. Um, you know, uh, if you're caught in a crowd, don't get out of your car. Um, you know, uh, they, these are just are things that, they're, that we've talked about uh, so many times, Dave, this, on this Armour Max article. Um, you know, watch the news. Keep up with what's going on. How to hit, this is a, one of the things on um, one of the pages. How to know when civil unrest is approaching? Well, Dave, anybody who can't look at it today and figure out civil unrest is approaching, um, the left is preparing for it. They're planning to kill us. I mean, I, I stand by that. Or imprison us, re-educate us. Um, you know, stick us in a re-education camp while all you hear is, you know, the government is good. The government is good. You know, remember the movie 1984. That they're going to 1984 us. Um, that's a good slogan. I'm not going to be 1984. Um, you know, uh, so that's what people need to be doing right now, Dave. Is uh, keeping a touch with this, understanding it. We can talk about becoming the gray man. You know, getting off the grid to some extent, hiding. Um, I also want to talk about something this year about protecting your children. Yeah, you know, um, I agree. One of the things I, I learned when I was traveling a lot overseas, if I was ever abducted, was to leave DNA behind. doesn't mean if you spit, you bite your tongue and spit in cars, wherever, you just leave, leave a DNA trail behind wherever you go. Uh, you know, it might not save your life, but it might bring the perpetrators to justice, but it might save your life. Um, you know, things of that nature that you can do, and you can teach your children to do. Because, I mean, these people out there, the ones that are accusing us of being radicals, they're the ones raping children. I mean, look at CNN. What is it, Pedophile Network now? How many pedophiles have they found out over there that are messing with children? Um, You know, I guess it gives new meaning to the thing of bring your children to work week. (laughs) No, thank you. Um, uh, But, you know, who, who are the ones doing this? I mean, you know, so protecting your children uh, is something a, a topic I want to discuss because um, they're they're extremely vulnerable. It happens in public school. They're making they're teaching to be vulnerable there, and so we just need to we need to harden and bulletproof our families, and and that that is not only getting the, the supplies necessary we need to to uh, endure a, a breakdown of civilization, law and order, but also teaching our children, you know, uh, you know, become. I hate to take their innocence away from them, but on some level we need to in this society. You know, I remember growing up thinking every policeman was good, Dave. Did you think that growing up? Yeah, I did. Uh, I did. And and I Um, had friends who were sons of policemen, but you know what? I thought, you know. Good luck with that view today because uh, defund, 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 take away your gun, you can't defend yourself. That's where we're headed. The military was the, the, the bulk work of America. They're all, I mean, good people. I mean, every institution. 
that we that we loved in this country. We were the educational success of the world. We were the business model for the world. Our currency was a standard for the world. Our religious values were exported throughout the world, and they brought blessing hospitals and educate everywhere they went. And today, it's just if you, if you think that way, then you're you're insurrectionist. You're a horrible white supremacist. So, uh, Dave, this is this is why it's a serious topic. Um, I look at it again. I want to state categorically. I want to live my life. I want my grandchildren to live their life. My children to live their life in peace. I don't want to see cities burnt down like the leftists are doing. I don't want to see that. I want to see people prosper. I don't care what color you are. I want to see you prosper. I want to see you have that nice home. I want to see your family grow. I want to see you blessed. That's what God does during the millennial kingdom. Every family, doesn't matter what color or nationality you are, the families of the earth are blessed for a thousand years of peace, Dave. I, my heart yearns for that. Um, and I see these leftists absolutely destroying everything a peaceful, and then they juxtapose it on us, what they're doing, to make it look like we're the ones doing it. So I would just say prepare, prepare, prepare. Pray, plan, prepare. You know where um, I think we spend a lot of wasted effort? And and I did the same thing. I'm guilty of the same thing, but I'm not anymore. Um, pretty much everything they say is a lie. They're hypocritical to the nth degree. You know, the example I used with Newsom, the Rose Bowl versus masking in a hotel. Um, you know what? We waste so much energy on that. We need to translate that energy into action. And yes. first of all, I'm going to say this. The first action we need to take, and Bob, we got about a minute left. The first action we need to take is to be as independent of this criminal system as we can. Yes, I agree with you, Dave. And that means becoming prepared. Um, you know, there's, there are many good people. We teach a radio course. I have a former Army Ranger who teaches a radio course. How to use radio in, in, in a time of crisis. And that includes sat phones, shortwave, all, all different forms of communication, gathering communication. You know, using that intel to your advantage, developing an area study for your, you know, that if, if law and order breaks down, how do you work with officials to protect the, your community? Um, all those things, you know, that we need to be doing. Uh, that, that this is going to mean turning off TV, turning off some of the things you might like to do, and, and, and turning your attention to things that are going to save your life, protect your children, your wife, your grandchildren, your community. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't like long rangers. I like community-minded people. We we work on we work and build the community together because that's what it, we all what's all about. We have, the, you know, the barber, the the baker, and the candlestick maker. You know, <laughs> we have it all. Well, you do it. Ready-made resources, and we got about fifteen seconds left. Give out how people can contact you because you'll talk to them for free, and you've got great stuff that people need. They can contact me at readymaderesources.com. Or they can call me at 800-627-3809. ReadyMadeResources.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you're talking to one of the premier uh, people in prepping in the country right here. This is who you're listening to, and you'll have a chance to talk to him, too. Take advantage of it. Bob, thanks so much. We're flat out of time. Got to scoot. But interesting but disturbing stuff. Stay true to the word, everybody. Thanks, Bob. Bye-bye.